Welcome to University, a podcast for young people navigating life's big transitions. I'm Anne-Marie Ceresso, your host. On University, you'll hear stories from college students, you'll get tips from experts, and occasionally you'll hear from a parent's perspective on how to manage this time of change in your life consciously. Find yourself, find your purpose, find your people, and pursue you fearlessly. Hey everyone, it's Anne-Marie, and I have a special guest um, on this episode of University, so I'm not going to say any more, just listen in, and I hope you enjoy. Good morning, my name is Kim Redding. I am Anne-Marie's husband. I sometimes go by the nickname Kimbo, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Hi, honey. Hi. (laughs) I don't have to do any work. You did all the work for me. (laughs) I'm meaningless. That's what great partnership is about. (laughs) So you guys just met my husband, Kim, and um, for those of you who don't know him, he um, is, um, who are you? Uh, he's retired. <laughs> he's, he's retired. He formally, why don't you just say real quick what you did in your past life? Why, like, why would I want you on this podcast? <laughs> I asked myself this morning as I was fretting about this. Did you fret, really? Yeah, no. Uh, um, you're not a fretter. So in my former life, I was in the investment management business and ran a global company investing institutional capital in a particular area of the stock market. And while doing that, I implemented and hired a... a um, group of people to help us build a culture that everyone really wanted to work in and thrive. And so that's how I got started in this work that we broadly call consciousness. And since retirement, I've been diving deeper and deeper with my sweetheart into learning about myself, ourselves, and applying this work in our everyday life. Yes. So you would call yourself uh, a formally conscious leader in the world, in in, in your work world, in the business world? And then a current conscious leader in your personal life. Is that is that a fair description? Yes. Um, and you made a ton of money. <laughs> billions and billions. <laughs> but you did. You were quote unquote really successful. Yeah, I I had um, I had the good fortune of building a business that someone else valued. And they bought that business from us. So my partners and I um, are blessed with some financial resources that affords me and us the opportunity to explore consciousness and conscious leadership on a full-time basis. Yeah, and also you get to retire a little early and do um, fun things with your life. But I don't want to get into this right now because we have another intention for our call. But I I just want to... like. The reason that I'm doing this podcast is to um, help students point them in the direction of, um, you know, living their most aligned lives. And you would say that for the most part, based on conversations you and I have had, that you love what you did. You loved the work you did in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I had, a, I had a passion for what I did. I loved helping people reach their people and um, companies reach their investment goals. And I particularly liked... The area that I invested in was an area of expertise that I knew as much about as anyone in the world. And to be able to 
share that expertise with other people and see the gratitude that comes from doing a good job for them really was rewarding. And, and I also loved working with people and mentoring them in what I would call consciousness. Um, I didn't have that label at the time, but just applying these principles in their everyday life and just seeing them blossom to see a young, you know, out of school person. I hired lots of interns that I turned into full-time employees and mentored them. And many of them are now running the company that I formed. I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So you would say that you weren't necessarily looking to earn a lot of money. It was just a consequence of doing what you loved and came naturally good to you and then working really hard and like you were motivated, but that wasn't was that that wasn't your driver? Is that well? I mean, in some ways it was, but but you didn't say I want to be an in, you know investor so that I make money. You like followed your passion first, and then you were passionate about being successful. Yeah, I would say that's true. Although I would point out that, like knowing the audience are, are primarily college age kids. Out of college, I had no idea what I was going to do. Like I didn't find myself until my mid-30s, early 40s even. So I think it's perfectly okay to pursue things. And I and I took some jobs for the money that I was miserable in because the culture was horrible and I was out of integrity. And so when those things come into alignment and you're following your passion and purpose, my belief is, and I had the good fortune to experience this, that f- the financial fortune follows that. Yeah, I think that's true. All right, so... I think I want to do a total interview. We're going to do a whole um, leadership corner interview on this podcast. And I think it would be fun if you and I did a whole segment on you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason we got together today is because we were talking about creator consciousness. We're using kind of fancy words today on on the podcast. I don't usually use the word consciousness on the podcast, but I wanted to find that really quick. And all that means, so that we don't have to get all woohoo-y here, is that consciousness means just, like the opposite of consciousness is being unconscious. So if you're unconscious, you're asleep or not awake. If you're conscious, you're awake. So we're just talking about being awake. And when we are talking about being awake, we're talking about being awake to the influence you have on yourself and others in the world. That's all we're talking about. And then we use this fancy like title called Conscious Leader. One of the fun things we like to play with is how can you and I support each other in being the most awake influence in one another's lives and the, other, the lives of others that we impact in the world, like our children and people we work with and the people we come in contact with. And so every week... Kim and I do something called a learning partner call, and we sit down on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. with my favorite cup of tea and your favorite cup of coffee and our favorite window seat sometimes. (laughs) And we share, like, what occurred for us that week, what's going on in our life, and what we're learning about ourselves through our life experiences. And um, this past week, you introduced this idea of reading something called a creator card. And so we were reading from it, and we thought, oh, this would be a really fun podcast. So we're going to, that's what we're doing today. Today we're going to read from the creator card and the creator card is, um, well, it's an opportunity. How would you describe it? Yeah, I think it's a reminder of a way that you can live your life in a more fulfilling, and create your life in a more fulfilling way. That's why it's called creator card because I'm the creator of what I want in life. 
and I can create misery or I can create happiness. And this is a, it was, it's a really good reminder. I've known about this card and had this card in my folder for five, six years. And Saturday, or shortly before Saturday, was the first time I actually read it out loud, which for me is a big trigger. Is I can read something and go, yeah, 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 yeah. But when I read it out loud, for whatever reason, it sinks in a little more for me. No, that's fine. Me too. That's because I'm, I'm an audible learner. Okay, so I, I also want to give it a little bit of context. Uh, not too much, because I can be verbose, as you know. I'll cut you off if you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're so good at that. <laughs> um, so when we're talking about, um, we're, we're just talking about that there's this opportunity in all of our lives to either um, create your life or live at the effect of what's going on around you. And we're going to talk more about the ways that that occurs as we create more podcasts. Um, but this is a real opportunity to understand um, how you can empower yourself to create what you want and that you're not actually at the effect of anything that's going on in the world, even though most people believe that they are. Yeah. And the opposite of that is to be kind of in what I would call victim consciousness and be at the effect of, be at the effect of like, does someone like me and you know, what's happening and what, what, you know, what the outside world is causing to me. And I have the choice. I have the choice of whether that impacts me or not. So that's why reading this card out loud for the first time was so impactful for me because my kind of go-to place where I grew up and was most comfortable, and I'm 63 years old, so I've had a lot of history. And when you get... so old. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when you get into a pattern and living a certain way, it just becomes like a, you know, a comfortable shoe. You just go there. And so it's a good reminder to wake up and say, yeah, I don't have to be at the effect of the outside world. I can create what I want. Yeah. And I don't think um, we all fully understand that. Well, and I think I continually learn that lesson because I want to go back to that old shoe all the time because it's so comfy and I fit into it so well. Well, and it's just, it's just sort of familiar. Like yeah. we're not even conscious or aware that we're doing that. We're sort of unconscious. All right. So let's read it. So by the way, this is all coming from an organization called Conscious Leadership Group. And all the work and everything we're teaching you comes from them. And so this creator card is just in um, their body of work. And I think they borrowed it from other people. In fact, on the bottom of the card, it was borrowed from a TED Talk by David Emerald. Used with his permission, of course. So we're spreading like most of this good stuff, other people's work that we've heard, read, or borrowed. Yep. Nothing's original. So would you like me to read, honey? I'm going to read this part. Let's take turns. Okay, you tell me when to go. All right, so the creator is, the creator claims personal power to manifest a desired outcome. When victims take responsibility, they become creators, empowered to bring forth the life that they want. A creator is vision-focused and passion-motivated. Creators get curious as they take responsibility for everything that happens in their life. Creator is the foundation of all three roles, which we may talk about later, the coach, the challenger, and the creator, because they are committed to personal empowerment and taking 100% responsibility. Why don't you explain to people what taking responsibility means, honey? Um, Well, so taking responsibility means um, that you are aware that 
you're a creator in your life and that every outcome is in your control. I mean, that's sort of how I summarize it. How would you summarize it? Yeah, I think that's right. And I think, you know, that's a recognizing that, like, you are the creator of the circumstances. So if you're feeling, you know, out of sorts or um, upset by something someone said, or sometimes someone will look at me and I'll, I'll create a story in my head about, oh, they're unhappy with me. Well, I created that story. It's not... Um, anything that they did, I have the choice of how I react to that look or what they've said. Yeah, also, like, um, a lot of things that I hear... So the opposite of creator is victim. And a lot of what I hear are things like, I can't, or it's not my fault, or um, what are some of the other things that... um, I don't know how... um, Basically, I'm at the effect of whatever's going on around me, and I am powerless. Like, I can't do anything about it. It's not my fault. Or Yeah, I think of the kid who didn't do their homework, and they go, my dog ate the homework, or the bus was late, or, you know, I overslept, or whatever. All that stuff may be true, but you created it. So, lately, I've been talking to students. The big thing that's coming up right now, like, we're... Um, early October, no, we're in late October, and so it's about like the eight-week, nine-week mark of everyone being in school and of the fall season or whatever, and everyone's talking about the stress. Right. Everyone's really stressed and exhausted, and they're they're at the effect of everything that's going on around them. Like, I have too much to do. I can't keep up. Um, I get too much homework. I get too much homework. I have too many, like, social obligations, homework. And, by the way, just as a little caveat, I totally flipping agree that there's too much pressure at school but um there's a way in which we're in relationship to it that um creates us as victims to it and and victims of like our lives around us so one of the things we're talking a lot about is how can you empower yourself around all these things you have going on that make you feel disempowered and how you can be a creator in your life so why don't we um, read? There's this little. Um, you know what I'll do is I'll, I'll maybe I'll somehow figure out a way to link you guys to this creator card so that you can have it um, for yourselves. But there is this um, graph that talks about the creator versus the victim consciousness. And the other thing I want to say is this is also a consciousness, and this is why mindfulness is so important because. Mindfulness is the key to waking up to your um, consciousness or your belief system or the beliefs that are behind your behaviors. And so we can say all this stuff, but without a context of truly knowing your beliefs underneath all this, you can't actually shift anything. Mm. So that's a big reason. That's why there's not like a top 10 list to how to shift something in your life. I mean, you can do all that stuff if but if you're not understanding at the core of what's going on for you personally, you can't actually create yeah. sustainable change. Awareness of what's going on is yeah. the first step. So, so let's these, read, you read creator and I'll read victim. Okay, and these are characteristics. So I'm going to read characteristics of a creator. They're beliefs. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So creators see themselves as powerful. And victims see themselves as powerless. <laughs> and creators... Focus on possibility. Victims focus on scarcity. Creators allow all their emotions to move through them. Okay, this, that's a big one. I just want to pause for a moment. Yeah, why don't we we'll, come back to that? We'll do a whole about. podcast on that. 
um, victims resist their emotions and remain at the effect of them. Creators focus on what they want. Victims focus on what they don't want. Creators question their beliefs. Victims defend their beliefs. Oh, that's a big one for me. That old shoe feels that way. Mm-hmm. Creators create from passion. Victims do what they should or have to. Creators see multiple options. Victims look for others to blame. <laughs> Creators <laughs> are comfortable with the unknown. Victims don't see choices or options. Creators see others as equals and allies. Victims see themselves as less than others. That's a big one, I think. Yeah. And I think that's particularly, you know, what I'm noticing here at home these past few weeks with our kids is, um, like, as students, I know Alyssa and Ashley are like, well why is it easier for everyone else? Or why, you know, why isn't everyone else having as hard a time as I am? And it's, it's so not a, we have no idea what other people are going through, but we definitely see ourselves like there's something wrong with me if I'm feeling a particular way. Yeah. And when I wake up and see that I'm doing that, I always kind of giggle at the energy I spent. Like, Wondering why I'm not as good as other people, why this is happening to me, instead of just creating what I want. Yeah. And I do that all the time. And one of my big go-to moves, you know this about me because it drives you crazy, or it's been driving you crazy. Which one of the things that you do (laughs) are you talking about? That's a long list. But I, um, even in this podcast, like, I'll spend hours and hours and hours listening to other people's podcasts trying to be as good or like them versus just doing, you know, focusing on what I want to do and trying to figure out how we can be like someone else so that it's as good or as them or whatever. And I just keep learning that it really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And then I spend all my energy trying to figure out what everyone else is doing, and then I don't spend any energy creating what I want. And you're tired and don't have energy left to do what you want. <laughs> and, then I don't have to, and then what I create is crap. Yeah. So it's sort of like the beginning of this podcast. Anne Marie was like fretting about how, like, how do we start? And I said, well, I would do it this way. And she just hit record and we just started. So it's a difference in personality type a little bit. She's a little more of a perfectionist and wants to get it right and look at lots of things. And I totally am willing to wing it. I'm a little more like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all like that. Okay. So in order to be or to master the role of creator, there's a couple of things that you absolutely must do. So first, like, first I want to say is like, we're offering this, like you, you're probably not going to like shut off this podcast and go like do this in your life. Or maybe you will, I don't know. And maybe lots of you are already creators, who knows. But this is something that we've been working on for like decades. Like 63 years. <laughs> yeah. In my case. In your case. 35 for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not true. Because I figured it out a long time ago. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, of know. course. I don't actually have to work at it anymore. You just get to see it happen in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a muscle. This isn't actually something that it's like one and done where you like figure it out. It's, it's like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym and then get really strong muscles and then never go to the gym again. You actually have to build your awareness, 
check out what's going on inside you, and then practice, 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 practice. So these are the things you must do. I'll read one, then you read one. Okay, great. Um, In order to um, master the role of creator, you must commit passionately to your vision. Okay, this one's so big. Yeah, it is. And we won't go into detail on it, but it's it's huge. Yeah, first you have to have vision. Yeah, exactly. You, you must use your energy for creativity instead of drama. Okay, that's even bigger. <laughs> yeah, just like what we were talking about, how much energy you spend on being a victim. Okay, I just want to name that, like, we're all in drama all the time, and we don't even know it. Look around. All right, you must be willing to release your attachment to being right. Oh, that's an even bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at yeah. Be willing to move forward in the face of fear and anxiety. That's so hard because we're all so afraid all the time and most of us aren't even aware of it. You must consciously choose where to place your attention. Yes, big two awareness um, begins that. And that goes back to vision because you have to have a vision to know where you want to place your attention. Yeah. You must invite others to create with you. It's great to have you to play with in this because you remind me every time I slip into victim and I remind you. Yeah, and like this is so fun right now. I, I'm I love that you're playing with me on the podcast because I could just read this by myself, but it's not as fun. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. It's fun to have too. playmates. All right, you must engage with life in a spirit of ease and playfulness. Yeah, everything. I'm not very good at that. Yeah, and when you're stressed out about school and all that stuff, if you can take a moment just to stop and laugh at yourself and laugh at the world and find something. It's not always that serious, unless we make it so. No, and that's why you're so good for me, because you're much better at playing than I am. I'm much more serious. So let's hang up with these guys and go play. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that was fun. Thank you. Okay, so one way, um, one of the things that I'm doing, as you know, is I'm hosting these calls every Thursday from 4 to 5 Central Time. And these are the kinds of things we're talking about on the call. We're talking about, we're like learning how to be a creator in your life. And then we're using our everyday life examples and our experiences. And we're taking those as opportunities to learn how we're not being creators in our life and um, ways we can shift. So this is something we do on our learning partner calls every, every our learning partner meetings, you and I, every week. We'd like, we'd look at what happened this week and how did I create or was I a victim in that case or a creator in that case and then you and I sort of tweak out like oh maybe you did this or kind of support each other when we don't get triggered and get into drama yeah and what I love about that drop-in group that you do is that you get to learn you being the royal you who attend you get to learn from other people because the, the facts or content may not be the same but oftentimes it's applicable so that's one and the second thing is when you bring air to these things, these stresses that are bothering you that you think I'm the only one or you know, the world's happening to me, it gets so much lighter when you just express it. So when Yeah, like I, when you're holding it inside, it's really, yeah. that's when, what causes most of the stress. When you get vulnerable and release it and share it, and then you realize other people are experiencing it too, then you can ease up and play with it and things happen much more seamlessly. Yeah, it's true. So drop in and invite a friend. What's the address? How do you get into this, honey? Um... I don't know. 
Well, we should edit that in. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll put, there's a link below. It's a secret place you can't go there unless you call. <laughs> you know, if you're a creator, you could figure it out. <laughs> It'll be in a link somewhere um, in the podcast notes. And um, if not, you can email me at annemarie at bringithome.me. It's A-N-N-M-A-R-I-E. Um, so that's all, folks. And maybe you'll come back and do it again with me. Maybe I will. All right. Thanks. Okay, that was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed meeting my husband. Um, And here are a few things to think about as you begin to understand when you fall into victim versus creator, which we all do all the time. And remember Olivia on episode 10? She's a great example of a creator. At no time did she give in to those thoughts or those limiting beliefs like, I have no choice, I have to go to Howard and take the full ride scholarship, or... It's not fair that I have to take on all this debt. All those beliefs may have occurred, but she was able to let them go because she was so passionately committed to this bigger vision of pursuing her dream. So remember, creators welcome the fear, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna take on all this crazy debt. You know, those fears come with taking risks. And it's not easy to take risks, but In the end, we often find that it's well, well worth it. So see if you can start to catch yourself in victim this week. See if you catch yourself saying things or believing things like I can't or I have no choice or I'm feeling overwhelmed or um, there's not enough time. Um, It's not fair. All those beliefs put you in your victim. Thanks for listening to University. If you like what you heard, I would be absolutely thrilled for you to share with a friend and equally grateful for you to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. You can find more information and stay in touch over at university.u on Instagram or at university on Facebook and Twitter. I really hope to see you there. If you'd like support navigating the chaos and you're ready to create a more fulfilling life, I offer live weekly group coaching sessions every Thursday from four to five central time. It's a place to gather together, be seen and heard, reduce your stress, learn how to take back control of your life again. Give the first week a try for free and check it out. You can find out more at the link below or ping me on Facebook and Instagram for more.